If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 164 of Raiders Fan Radio live here in Murph's Fan Cave. That's right, where we host a, uh, a whole litany of podcasts around here. Uh, you can find Mojo's Pod Show. You can find this show, which is RFR Live, our flagship show. You can find the RFR Rundown. Uh, you can find uh, Mondays with Mikey Murph, Tales from the Nation, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, and uh, and most recently, like as I mentioned, we did an episode of RFR Rundown, and that is where myself and uh, my best buddy, Swag, Jeff run down the big Raider stories of the week and this week we also had uh, Cousin Sonny, one of the uh, co-founders of this here, uh, the podcast network and uh, and show uh, join us as well, so definitely check that out on the Murph's Fan Cave uh, podcast network and uh, so I mentioned Swag Jeff, he is my best buddy, he adorns 
the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk. What's up, Swago? Yeah, that's right. Hey, I'm working on year two of a Raider fan. Year yeah, two you as are. a Raider fan. Yeah. Absolutely. We're all about that. And I'm running sound, so I'm going to give myself applause for that. Yeah, you're running sound tonight because uh, the one and only Uncle Mosh is, look, it's just a black just screen. Just a black screen. Just a black screen. Uncle, no Uncle Mosh today. You see that? I from, was going to run over there and lift my shirt. Well, you can lift your shirt from your chair, can't you? Maybe. You might have to. You might be called upon because uh, at some point someone's got to brandish show. a belly button on this t- on the show. Well, apparently. yeah, but we got to tease him a little bit first. Yeah, that's what do. Uncle Mosh does. Yeah, he, does. he gives him the underbelly first <laughs> before going the full Monty. <laughs> He's out of control, man. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so we're missing Uncle Mosh tonight. He is out. He is. Uh, he's. He's uh, he's not feeling well, but it's not the, it's not the thing. It's not the the the, the virus. He's got uh, allergies and whatnot, and uh, and plus the man is like he still works like crazy. He's so dedicated to his oh job. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so uh, anyway, so uh, he's taking the night off. He's taking some paid time off, is what we decided. Yeah. And he's taking a little PTO leave around here. You get you get a little bit uh, with the fan cave with our with our our, uh, our what do you call it our human resource policy. We, yeah, we provide, we provide you PTO here in the fan cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets uh, yeah three sick days and uh, yeah and three personal days. That's right, exactly right. And, you know? and, and all the donuts on Fridays. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So uh, hey, so appreciate you joining us here tonight. Uh, if you want to join us live on this show, you can do that by uh, joining us at YouTube.com. America, go to the YouTubes. America, go to the YouTube right now. That's right, and it's YouTube.com. That's a weird deal going on there. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. That's my new favorite sound clip. <laughs> do it again. That's a weird deal going on there. <laughs> you can do the whole thing. Happening. You can do the whole thing. You go, you go, go. join Mars Fan Cave. America, go to the YouTube right now. That's a weird deal going on there. <laughs> Just a weird deal going on there. <laughs> this is like when your Alexa talks to your Google Home. Would you just have your virtual Bernie and virtual yeah. Trump going at it? Yeah, there Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Just don't get or do the do the sleepy Joe Biden. You got one of those too. I do? Yeah. Where's that it at? Sounds like crickets. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're not, not getting political on this show. No, we're not right wing. We're not left wing. We are X Wing. All right. So um <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I did. Yeah, you yes, did. Yes, I did. Kevin the Raider Nerd's in there. Kevin the Raider Nerd's like, yeah, out of all the everybody. Yeah, he's the only one that got that joke. All right, Swago, speaking of that, uh, we got a lot of folks in the chat room tonight. Shout them out. Yeah, speaking of weird deals, we got Full Metal Mexican. We got <laughs> Kevin the Raider Nerd, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Fabricator Gill. Uh, we got Raider Cody in there. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Uh, Rev Raider, Raider Ramon. We got the whole crew. Good deal, man. Appreciate Cody. And hey, real quick before we jump into the show. Yes. As he promised, uh, Raider Cody extended the invite, and I joined him on the latest episode of the Raider Cody podcast. Myself and uh, and, and my best friend, uh, not named Swag Jeff, Darren Waller. And uh, and we had a great uh, time there on the show, kind of catching up. It was It's fun, like... You know, I get on here every week and talk about, you know, obviously our Raiders and our Raider community and Raider Nation and all that stuff. But I don't like tell the story about the fan cave very often and the kind of the story about uh, like our origin story. Right. And so uh, it was kind of fun getting on there with Cody and uh, and telling the origin story of this whole thing and talk a little bit about the draft. And and, uh, I really appreciate Raider Cody, man. Again, much respect to him uh, for 
uh, extending the invite and uh, and and really joining in and becoming part of our community. You know, he's now been in the chat room like for the third time. So yeah, uh, that's a lot of a lot of respect there. Yeah, he was in there in the chat saying he's listened to us more than he's listened to his wife in the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take it. Well, yeah, we appreciate that, man. And uh, and uh, and and look to he- uh, hear Cody and maybe even see him too. There you go, Cody. Swago and I were talking earlier. We might have to get you on live. We want we're thinking about getting you on live for an episode uh, of, of RFR Live. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it because we, we do RFR conversations where we kind of dive in with, with guests, and that's where most of our guests on this show are, on the conversation. But we're going to go live with Cody. I think we've made the decision. So, yeah, it's going to happen. If he's willing, man, well, I think we'll, we'd love to have you on, especially as we get into the doldrums of the offseason here. You know, you start getting into June and July, and it gets to be a little tough sledding in the, in the, in the uh, NFL, and especially Raider News Department. And so that might be a good time to do something really fun like that. So definitely, uh, uh, Cody, if you're open to it, then we'll do that. Or even we just want to do a regular interview, then we're absolutely cool with that as well. All right, so speaking of the YouTube, so this uh, next week, uh, we're going to be off on Wednesday. No RFR live on Wednesday, but only because Thursday yeah. you can have coffee with me and Swago. So Swago and I, we, we so not joking, like my job has insisted that we take half of our time off. And so I'm looking for reasons to take off work. Well, I was going to take off work for the draft anyways to go be there in real life. Yes. Well, I'm just keeping my freaking time off. And we're going to podcast through it. Yeah. So, uh, so Thursday morning of the draft, Swago, who also took time off work, is going to come over and you're going to have coffee with the two of us knuckleheads. And we're going to do a live RFR rundown uh, with you on, on, on Thursday morning. So look for us probably, what, like 10 Eastern? I would say. I'd say so. Between so, 10 and 11 Eastern. Somewhere around yeah. that range. Yeah. So look for us around there and uh, and have your breakfast with us. Those of you in the UT- in the UK, like our good friend uh, Paul and, of course, Queen Haley of Scotland and yes, Kev yeah, and, yeah, and Colin Kev, and yep. so many of, of our wonderful UK friends, that's uh, always really cool for them when we do these morning things because that's like prime time for them or that's yeah. like at least early, like five o'clock in the afternoon. So they get a chance to jump in the chat and to watch this stuff live. Uh, Kevin and I, speaking of Kevin the Raider nerd, Kevin and I did one uh, when he passed through town before the Cincinnati game this last year, and we didn't even have it planned. I just He was hanging out here at the house. We were hanging out, and, and I go, hey, man, I go, you want to flip on the cameras, man, and go live? And he was like, sure. And I don't know. We had like 50 of our friends jump in and, and, and in the chat room live with us and, and, a, and a lot of our UK folks. And it was really fun. So, uh, yeah. so definitely look for us to do that on, on uh, draft and we, and we might have to put Bailey in our, Bailey's in our coffee because we're going to be preparing for what's going to be happening well, later in the day. Uh, yeah, I know, right? So speaking of that, tell us what's going on later in the day. Jim. Yeah, so, so I think uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 4 or 5 Eastern, uh, we're going to be jumping in with Mojo uh, on the Pod Show Network. Uh, we're going to be getting with him and uh, and Raider Dave from the Grimy Podcast, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna live live stream the draft. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. Murph Fan Cave style. Absolutely, you know, right? gonna be fun. So Sonny and I, we started doing this a couple years ago, or gosh, it's been like four years ago now. Where basically we just kind of went live and like watched through the first round and kind of talked through the first round and 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 reacted live to the to the picks and it was a lot of fun. Um, so this time uh, we're collaborating with our, our our friends Dave and and of course Mojo on Mojo's channel. So just look for Mojo's Pod Show, 
and uh, and we'll be there on his channel. And, and if you don't have a chance to see that live, then we're going to have the audio of that show here on the Fan Cave feed. So for those of you that subscribe to us on uh, on the podcast version of the show, uh, you'll be able to listen to it that way. So so uh, so look for that. Look for a ton of us. You're going to get sick of seeing these faces made for radio uh, by the time we get to the end of Thursday. But man, it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. Oh my gosh, it's, it's going to be, be great. A, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. We need to get a we need to get a camera in front of Capo at some point just so we can see his face reaction for the first pick because the his face reaction with the Cleveland Farrell pick. Who was it? F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Farrell. Hey, I'm telling you what, that was gold. It absolutely <laughs> was gold. It's so good. So, uh, we have a, a draft vlog from the 2019 draft is on our YouTube channel. Uh, and, 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 and yeah, I got, I got Q and Uncle Masha's reaction to the Farrell pick live. And uh, it's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty funny yeah. stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, you can check that out there. Uh, on our feet. All right, so um, so that's kind of all the programming notes. One more thing for you, uh, for those of you that have uh, f- uh, listeners of our show already, uh, you already know this. But for those of you that are new, and we get new listeners every week. Um, we like to uh, here at, at, at Raiders Fan Radio want to give back always as much as we can. And uh, one of the ways that we do that is through fundraising. And we, last year, uh, raised money for the Boletnikoff Foundation. Yes. Uh, this is Fred Boletnikoff, uh, obviously, you know, uh, Super Bowl MVP for the Oakland Raiders, uh, a foundation that he started in remembrance of his daughter, Tracy, uh, that was taken from us way too soon. Uh, he built this uh, foundation in her name, and uh, it's a wonderful foundation. They give back by um, providing safe places for at-risk uh, young women uh, who are at risk of substance abuse and, you know, domestic issues and whatnot. And it's also rehabilitative. Like it's a, just a wonderful, wonderful foundation. So anyway, so we sold t-shirts and we sent you to uh, different links and things for when you bought your Raider gear that the, the, the money that, that we would get kicked back, we kind of all put it all together and we ended up raising a couple thousand bucks last year. And, and, so nice of the Blitnikoffs invited us to present the donation live at their annual so crab fun. fest dinner that we attended this last November. And so anyways, this is wonderful um, experience. Well, we knew that we were going to do it again this year, but we didn't know who exactly we were going to give to. We didn't know if it would be Blitnikoff again or, or another uh, uh, foundation. And so I can very proudly announce that we are going to, this year for fundraising, we are going to give it to the XOXO Foundation, which is Kenny Stabler's uh, foundation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, uh, we met Kendra, Kendra Stabler, who's Kenny's daughter. We met Kendra at the Bolitnikoff Foundation dinner this last year. Yes. Uh, chatted with her for quite a while. Uh, absolute awesome, awesome uh, lady. I mean, so funny yeah. and like fun to talk to. And so um, and, then, and then Aaron and I ran ran into her uh, at the tailgate for the game. She was walking oh, around and we bumped right. into her and took a picture with her and stuff like that. Yeah. And she was like, hey. Are you? Hey, good to see you again, and all that was great. Oh, She's that's awesome. cool. I, that's right. I forgot about yes, that. I she forgot is awesome. about that. So, um, so what is the Stabler Foundation? So, um, it was, it's a nonprofit uh, founded by former NFL quarterback Ken Stabler. In 2015, the nonprofit took up a cause that directly affected the foundation's chairman, which is sports-related brain traumas. Um, so the foundation's initiative, uh, the game plan for change is focused on changing the course and culture of contact sports to increase, increase sports safety and reduce brain trauma in athletes to facilitate the change 
to facilitate the change, the XOXO Stabler Foundation funds research on brain-related diseases, methods of treatment and prevention, and educational research. So look, I'm rocking my Kenny jersey now. There's no shortage of, of Stabler memorabilia behind me. Um, he has been absolutely, from the time I knew the Raiders were a thing, my slam dunk all-time favorite player. And, uh, and knowing now we've gotten a chance to know Alexa Stabler, uh, another one of Kenny's daughters, that she lives down in Alabama. Mm-hmm. She's a... Uh, a sports agent. We met her at the senior bowl uh, and now getting to know Kendra and getting to know the family and getting to know the Stabler legacy. But not only was he a great football player, obviously that's the thing that drew us to Kenny, but then you learn about who Kenny was. And then you learn about the family legacy that he leaves behind. And it's, we're so very proud to be able to partner with them, with this organization and very soon, Raider Nation, we're going to have some new swag. We're going to have some new uh, gear for you yes. to be able to, to buy online on our websites. We're going to have some new links for you. We're actually going to partner. Previously, we were partnered with NFLshop.com. We're going to partner with the Fanatics folks. Yeah. Uh, so Fanatics is going to be our, our website. I'll have links coming up for you on that soon. So when we have all that, we're ready to roll it out. Raider Nation, we need you to show up and show up big like, we, like you always do. And all of the money, 100% of the proceeds from everything that we do will go together and be presented I don't think they have like a thing. It's not like we're going to present this live like we did last time. This will just be us, you know, yeah. scratching well, they the do, check. They do, a, they do a golf a golf tournament, I think you said, last week. So I yeah, don't It's know like in that's... the summer, though, right? So we'll need to pull uh. our money all the way up until the end of the year. So Because yeah. um, typically we want this to be like around the holidays kind of thing. I don't know. That's, that's the kind of stuff we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Um, it would be nice if we had somewhere to present it live, but that's not the reason we're behind it we just oh, yeah. want to get the the money to the foundation uh so anyways raider nation we're going to need you to show up big on this thing soon and uh, we we know you will and um and let's see if we can outdo ourselves last year we gave two thousand bucks on the nose to the Blitnikoffs. let's see if we can beat that this year let's yeah. see if we can beat that and and make and, and make a, uh, a a donation on behalf of the rfr listeners it's not on behalf of us it's on behalf of you let's donate that to to kendra and the xoxo stabler foundation and uh and and show them what's up here yeah, and speaking of swag, yeah, man. Speaking of swag, uh, we need to get to two thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, man. Plain and simple. Let's we need go. To, we need to get to two thousand. We need to get to two thousand, and if you do, you have a chance to win some swag. Yeah, you have a chance to win some swag. How would you like a swag Jeff sticker? <laughs> the winner of this in their box of goodies will get a swag Jeff sticker. There you go. Courtesy of DC4L uh, custom tees. Uh, hook me up on my logo and all that stuff. And so we're going to share the love with you. That's so cool, man. And you know, I talked to uh, our buddy uh, Raider Jeff Hankins, from uh, former proprietor of Dead Pirate Sports, and he's like, Murph, I got a box of loot. I got a treasure uh, chest there, if you will, of a bunch of Raider stuff that I need to get uh, sent your way. Do with it what you will. And I said, well, dude, we'll give it away, and uh, we'll definitely promote whatever Jeff has going on. But for you, whoever, as of the – and you know what? Je- I know Jeff, and he sent us boxes of Raider gear before. We'll probably have enough to give away to like multiple people. Oh so yeah, we're we're like way less than like two hundred needed to get to two thousand. So y'all start subscribing, and we'll probably end up picking a few of you. Um, one of you will get the Get Made shirt that's autographed by us three knuckleheads. Um, <laughs> but but uh, but we will look. I'm gonna hook you. We hook you guys up. What I just get done saying. We're all about giving stuff away. Yeah. We're all about giving it back. 
everything we get in this big treasure chest of stuff from Jeff, we're going to give it away. So y'all, please hit yes. that subscribe button, smash the bell, as the kids say, and uh, and then next thing you know, you will have some Raider gear uh, on the way. Speaking of Raider gear, I got I to gotta take a second to shout out my boo. I got to shout out my boo, though. Hey. I got to shout out my boo, Max. 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 So Max sent me a picture, a really cool picture of her in her Raider sweatshirt. And uh, and so we used it. Uh, we put it out there on our on our social media and, uh, and, and and said, you know, it's Wednesday. Max is in silver and black. It must be show night, man. So yeah. we're all about Max around here, Jeff. We're all about some Max around here. That's right. Absolutely. And you know what? Speaking of Max. Yeah. Our second favorite Max. After your boo. After my boo. After your boo, Max Crosby. Your boo. My boo, Max Crosby. <laughs> hey, yeah, who, yeah, we have a personal connection. Yeah, you do. We have do. a personal connection. Um, so uh, Josh Dubo put out a poll, and apparently 80.5% of the people that took this poll believe that Max Crosby will be the 13th player to start a career with two straight 10-plus sack seasons. Right on, 13 man. players in NFL history. Have ever done that? Have ever done that. Okay, so who are they? So the 13 ever, I'm guessing uh, there's some big ones on there. Yeah, uh, there's some superstars. Von Miller. Von Miller's on there. Like Bruce Smith, maybe? Uh, no, Bruce Smith. No, no Bruce, Bruce Smith. Smith. Uh, so so the li- do you yeah, want me to just read you the list? Yeah, give it to it. Yeah, instead of everybody sitting here listening to me guess, because yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. riveting radio. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, Joey Bosa, uh, Von Miller, Alden Smith. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So all the guys that have sacked our quarterbacks. Yes. Okay, good. Go ahead. Yes. Joey Bosa, Von Miller, uh, Alden Smith, uh, Clay Matthews, Sean Merriman, uh, Terrell. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Ter- like, literally, all these guys that sack our quarterback. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Terrell Suggs, uh, Kevin Williams, Dwight Freeney, Javon Curse. The freak. Yeah. Uh, Burt Grossman, uh, Derek Thomas, and Garen Veris. That really is scary how many of division rival pass rushers there are. Yeah. There. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the so, Revenge of the Raiders right here. I know, Max right? Uh, yeah. Come on, Max. End up on this list, buddy. We would love to see that. That's a great stat, Jeff. Good call. Did I ever tell you about the time I tackled Javon Curse? Did you really? I really did. I tackled him at a charity event. I'll tell you that story another time. <laughs> um, I really did. I really did tackle Javon Curse. It was, it was funny. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was good. All right. So, uh, so we announced uh, Stable Foundation. Uh, you got the rundown on our show. So this is episode number 164 of Raiders Fan Radio, and we always tie our episode number uh, back to something significant within Raider Nation, and the man with that responsibility is Swag Jeff. What you got this week? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we are going to 1986. 86? 1986, the NFL Draft. It's almost draft time, so we thought we would bring out a draft stat. Nice. So with the 164th pick... Of the 1986 NFL Draft, Raiders select out of Syracuse superstar guard uh, Doug Marone. Doug Marone? Doug Marone. Marone. Doug Marone. Hey. 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 That's Marone. right. He never played a game in silver and black. No, he didn't. But he's down south currently right now dancing around with Minshew Mania. No, he's not. Yeah. yeah. That Doug Marone? Yeah, Doug Marone. No. Doug Marone. Like the freaking head coach of the uh, the uh, the Jaguars? Yeah. He was one of our picks? Yeah. Uh, what overall? 164? 164 overall. Look at you, Swaggo. Give yourself applause on yeah. that one, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. But you know what? What? But you know what? He never played for Silver and Black, so I got a real stat for you. Oh, okay. Do All you right. want a real stat? Give me a real Let's stat. Let's go to 1977. Oh, that's my jam right there. 1977, and my we are going to talk about our favorite number 21. Oh, Cliffy. Come Cliffy. on. Cliffy, uh, 33 receptions that year for 540 yards, six touchdowns, 
Pro Bowl season. That yes. was the last year that he was voted to a Pro Bowl and has been getting screwed by the NFL ever since. Amen. Ever since. Oh, that's right. Pound the desk you know for that what? one. But uh, that season, he averaged 16.4 yards per Oh, percent. you did it. Give yourself another round yeah, there, Swaggo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on with it. Nice job. Come on nice with job. it. Nice job. So uh, if you want to hear about uh, what our feelings are about Cliff Branch getting screwed by the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you can go to the last episode of the RFR Rundown, not the one that posted today, but the one prior, and, uh, and Murph gets a little wound up about, yeah, uh, about uh, you know, Cliff get, I'm not going to get on it again. Cliff gets, it, it's sad that it's, he's going to make it in, and it's, it's going to be posthumous, and it's going to freaking hurt, just like this one did, just like it did for Kenny, because he should have been in, in, there, in there already. And, uh, and anyways, I won't get on that whole thing, because it, it'll be a... I, ugh, fires me up. All right, hit the contact info, and let's get into it. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. <laughs> Thank you for hitting that. I know I keep waiting for that. I forgot it's on that. Anyways, not on that. Yeah, version. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we edited it out. We edited it out. Yeah, yeah. So hey, uh, real quick. So before we move on to respect, uh, speaking of the RFR rundown, so uh, the the one that we did today uh, was really fun. So the, all of them previous have been Jeff and I uh, running down the biggest Raiders stories. This week, uh, my cousin Sonny joined us. For those of you that remember Sonny, uh, and so that was re- did I say that at the top of the show? I think I might have said that already. Anyways, go check it out. It's 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 me and Jeff and Sonny, and uh, and check out Sonny's uh, his studio, his BRS Studios, and uh, where he makes, uh, as he says, he's the he's the Dr. Dre of the uh, drug and alcohol addictions counselor uh, circuit, or what is he? What did he say? I don't know. He had a really funny yeah, line so, yeah, that. something like that. But but he's the only one. He's the only one. Yeah. So anyway, so so cousin Sonny's doing well, and it was good to catch up with him. Yeah. In terms of some Raider talk. All right. So uh, so the top of the show. Top of the show, I say. We've been doing it for 26 minutes. At the top of the show, we give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But around here, we're, we're, we're tying a little bit. So we, uh, we give respect. So hey, I want to give respect hey, to hey. A, couple, a couple guys this week. So first, I'll give it because I already kind of gave it at the top. So I'm just going to repeat it again. Uh, Raider Cody, thank you for, for, the, uh, for the Olive Branch. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for being a good spirit. Thank yeah. you for joining in the chat. Thank you for the way that you've interacted with our listening audience. And, you know, 
Uh, I'm not dumb or arrogant enough to know that we don't share a lot of listeners. Like I know tonight also in the chat, like the pillaging guys, yeah, are, pillaging in there guys are in there. Those are like, these, these guys are like real life friends of ours. And so this is the family. Uh, Kenny from, from pillaging always says that a rising tide lifts all ships. And, uh, and so this was a really cool opportunity this last week for, for me to join Cody and, uh, and not only tell my, uh, the origin story, but chop it up about the Raiders. And so, so thank you to him and, 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 uh, uh, much respect to you. Um, Okay, but in, uh, outside of that, internally, we're going to turn inward for a minute. So our buddy Raider Ramon. Now, Raider Ramon's been part of our show for a minute now. He's one of the made men. Ramon is one of the guys, he's gotten respect before because this guy legit has Raider ink that says on his bicep, it says made men yeah. under his Raider tattoo. Yeah. Like, Ramon is the first one to ever get RFR ink or at least halfway related to us. And so which, that's like... He's pretty much top of the respect food chain. Yeah, for he that. went all goat for that. But yeah, for sure. I mean that's that's pretty uh, as high as you get. But Ramon is very talented as a, a meme creator, and he's he's actually trading paint with the Mayox now. Like he's yeah. been talking to yeah, he's them, talking to Lee, and and yeah, and, and Amanda. Uh -huh, and like, yeah, and it's so like he's his talent for this stuff is getting recognized. Well, I want to give him respect because a couple weeks ago. You guys know around here we do the whole Mount Rushmore thing we talk about all the time, you know, greatest this or that, whatever. Um, but so he made a Mount Rushmore of us. And there it is. Swago's got it on his camera there. So you might have to dim your screen a little bit. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, it goes from, from left to right. It's me and it's Mosh. There you go. It's me and Mosh. And then there's Swago. And then there's Sonny. As, as Mount That's Rushmore. so awesome. It's so funny, man. So, so much respect to you, Raider Ramon. It's so funny, man. And uh, we, we appreciate you. Appreciate you being a loyal listener, uh, loyal made man, and always in the chat. Always funny. The, Ramon is also, I'll tell you this, in terms of Mount Rushmore of funny. Oh, my gosh. Of our community, of our RFR fandom, Ramon, I wish we heard from you more in calls. Because your texts and your and your tweets and your uh, oh, and chat he, comments he and stuff blows it up in the chat. He's the funniest dude. Like yeah. he's on the Mount Rushmore of funny guys, man. Yeah. He's so so funny. So yeah, he's awesome. So we appreciate Much you, respect Ramon. To you, Much brother. respect. All right, Swago. We also got a tweet every week. What do you got this week? Yeah. So the tweet of the week comes from Vic Tafer. Vic. Yeah. But he's a pro. Well, he tweeted about something that's near and dear to our heart. What Raider football? Well, no. Oh, but the next best thing. What? Uh, deli food? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Absolutely. Vic Taper says, just had a great sandwich at Dominico's. You Alamedians have it good. Nice. And so we have a Dominico's here in Middle Tennessee with us, uh, their second location, and we love it. And shout out to Jeff Murphy. Um, and yeah, so... That, that was near and dear to us. Absolutely. So, you know, you follow Vic Tafer for all the Raider news, and then you pop it up, up, up in your Twitter feed one day, and he's got uh, comments in there. about and, it, and I tweeted him back, him and Josh Dubow both. They were, like, you know, talking about Domenico's and how yeah. good the food was, and I hit him, and I was like, hey, we got the other one is here in our little town. Yep. You know, Jeff, all-time Alameda High School passing leader, came and played his college ball at MTSU, decided to stay, and then opened up the family business after his playing career was done. Absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, so absolutely. So shout out uh, to Jeff and his lovely wife, Scarlett, and, yeah. and, and Domenico's. We love Domenico's. They often feed us. Uh, oh, and, and, most and, every and, show day. Yes, yeah, they are our craft services, as we like to, to kid around about. It's the, it's the best food. So uh, if you have access to them, either on the West Coast or if you're here in our little neck of the woods, definitely hit them up.
absolutely. And you know what? And a and a and a uh, an honorable mention for tweet of the week. Oh, and, okay, okay. And also respect. Oh, okay. It's gonna go to our quarterback, Derek DC four. Really, DC four. He took all to Twitter right. and people people tweet him all the time, and he gets a lot. He gets a lot of hate on socials. He gets a lot of love, but he gets a lot of hate. But you know what? He takes time to uh, to answer tweets from from kids and stuff like that, which is cool. Which is cool. So that's he, the part so, about Derek that is undeniably it's so what good. we like about it. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. So he so he he has a couple tweets. Uh, uh, a guy tweets him and says, "Hey, shout out to my boy Derek Carr. Been my favorite uh, player since the ninth grade." And he goes, "Hey, man, I appreciate you. Don't care about the noise anymore." Bloody uh, bloody, but it's it's all good stuff, man. I, I I just like it, and I I have much respect for a guy that can go to Twitter and you know and give positive uh, words of affirmation and and stuff like that to kids out there. It's great. All right, now let's let's follow up on this though. Let's we didn't even have this as a segment, but you know we're not under time constraints tonight. Let's let's let this one uh, breathe for a minute. Okay. So uh, in chat room, we want to hear from you on this because I don't want to just sit here and spout off. Okay. But I want to ask you, Swagger. Okay, so you're right. So I, okay, so you read the one about Derek Carr answering uh, answering the kid. There's also been another one that he wrote this year. Um, post that, someone tweeted him and he said, "I don't know what happened, but I like this new car." All right, Derek Carr responds on Twitter: "Have always been here, bro. Don't let people fool you. We need to get back in the playoffs and make a run. Energy, mentality, work is always here. I love this team more than anyone." On capital letters. I've never done anything but give my heart for this place. We are coming back. Have to. All right. Now, listen. I dig the passion. I dig it. I, it's, that's the way you would think an NFL quarterback should operate. Yes. Here's what we talked about on the rundown, and we've talked about it numerous times on different shows. Derek Carr is a human being. And human beings can become complacent if they're not motivated and or challenged or pushed in some way. It's a reason that the Bible tells us iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. I think that these responses are absolutely on the heels of Marcus Mariota and driven by purely the presence of him signing and having another very capable player in the locker room. Now, before you start with the whole, well, he got benched and he got this and he got that. I understand all that. We understand all that. And we're not Mariota honks because we live outside of Nashville. That is not it at all. I'd be a fan if this were freaking Case Keenum or Nick Foles or anybody else that's motivating and pushing Derek Carr. But the difference between those guys and this guy that is sitting behind now, Derek Carr looking over his shoulder, is that this guy has been to Kansas City in the playoffs and come back from an 18-point deficit and beat the Chiefs. Now, the, now the, more, the more naysayers will say, well, yeah, that was Alex Smith's Chiefs. Well, yeah, well, guess what? Alex Smith's Chiefs used to kick our ass, too. So what I'm saying is that, <laughs> right? Am I wrong, Jeff? Like, Dude, you're right. Okay. Back up from the mic, bro. Oh, sorry. I'm screaming at you. <laughs> you're screaming at us. All right. So here's the thing, guys. I, I like this Derek. And I hope that this sustains. Yeah. But here's the thing. Emotion doesn't sustain. Yes. Mindset, work ethic, dedication, those are the things that sustain. If you're just going to get riled up because there's another dude in the room that's going to push for your job, 
that's not sustainable. Yep. Let's hope that Derek adjusts his mindset. And I'm not making this stuff up, man. This is not Murph theory. These are things that that, that I've learned and gleaned over time being 47 freaking years old and, and gone through it and, and studied a lot of this stuff. I'm not just like reeling this off like, like crazy talk here. This really is true. And this goes for all of us in yes. all facets of our lives. You can't operate off emotion. You have to operate off mindset. And if Derek doesn't have a shift in his mindset, guess what, man? You might not be the freaking starting quarterback anymore. So I'm rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. He will be my favorite quarterback in the NFL until the day he's not a starter. And then the next guy will be my favorite. Yeah. If it's Deshaun Kaiser, freaking Mike Glenn, I don't care. Right. Whoever's the Raiders starting quarterback Whoever is my favorite QB quarterback. Whoever QB1 is, is our favorite, is our is favorite, our favorite quarterback. quarterback. So, absolutely. So, so, Jeff, give me your thoughts. And in the meantime, chat room, weigh in on this, man. We want to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. We got everyone. Samoan Raiders in there now, too. We, we've got our podcast oh, and YouTube nice. family in here. Right on, Yeah, man. All, all together as Raider fans. But you know what? And, and I do appreciate the fire. I appreciate the fire that Derek Carr says in those tweets and all that stuff. But you know what? Show us. Show us on Sundays. That's right. Show us on Thursday. Show us on Mondays because you know what? The last few years, we don't see it. I mean, there's flashes of greatness, but you know what? Let's go. It's time to go. It's time. It's time to go. You said we need to win a playoff game. Then go win us a damn playoff game. You know what I'm saying? Get everybody off your ass, Derek. Yes. 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 Silence the haters. Not on Twitter. Don't do it on Twitter. Do it on freaking Sunday. Come on, Jeff. Do it on freaking Sunday because you know what? I have a stat. Okay. I have a stat since 2015. Okay. Uh, I have the stats of every year of per, of his percentage of yards gained through the air versus after the catch. Oh, interesting. Okay, so so upon completion, upon completion, whatever. So the run, the yards after catch for a wide receiver still counts towards the quarterback's total in terms of passing yards. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So so this so is in the air. In the air. So in 2015, 55 percent of his yardage com- total was through the air. 2016, 50.6%. 2017, 50.9. 2018, 48.4. 2019, 45. Wow. You know what? So we're talking steady decline regardless of the John Gruden influence yeah. in the West Coast offense and all that stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and so now in 2019, a majority or a bunch of his yardage was Darren Waller running down the field or Hunter Renfro catching a slant and screaming down the field. You know what? Show uh, us, man. It's step-up time. Because absolutely. you know what? MM8, right behind you, he's hungry. Yeah, absolutely. He's hungry. He is. That's good stuff, Swag. And, you know, that, that percentage – uh, is second lowest of air yards in the last year. Only Garoppolo is lower. Only across the bay there. Oh, wow. Yeah, only, 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 yeah Jimmy only G. Jimmy GQ there. Uh, very interesting. And you know what? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little, uh, little, little tease out here. Okay. I've got, I've come across some killer data that um, I don't have ready for you tonight. I'm, gonna, I'm teasing it because I'm going to have it out for next week. You know, we talk a lot about Derek's numbers, and we're listen. I'm we're we're proud to have him as our starting quarterback. That's undeniable, and I'm proud of the stats that he's accrued. Um, but the funny thing about stats is that without context, they're just numbers. That yep. you know what I mean. You can interpret them in a multitude of ways, and that and I finally I've cracked the code. I found out what it is that, despite the numbers, what it is about Derek that still is unsettling to us as times at fans. 
I've found it out. I've come across some amazing data uh, through some of the NFL uh, research guys, and I'm going to compile that. I'm not going to get to it tonight again. We're going to get to it next week, and it has everything to do with Derek Carr in the fourth quarter when the team is down. Oh. And this is going to blow your mind. This is good stuff. And I won't take credit for it. I'll take credit for interpreting it and presenting it to you all, but I won't take credit for, for compiling it because the real researchers did that. Yeah. And it it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. But that's for next week. Uh, as for this week, uh, let's Jeff. Let's do some Raiders in pop culture. First, let's hear from our boy Max. Max. Hey Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, what's up, Max? Thank you. Appreciate that. And, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, okay, so around here we do a feature called Raiders in Pop Culture and uh, where we take, uh, you know, sometimes the Raiders end up on songs, of course, a, a lot, you know, as, as, as part of lyrics or uh, movie references or commercials or, in this case, on TV shows. So uh, this was sent to us. Uh, by good friend of the show, part of Jeff Nation, yeah. uh, Jeff Barnett. And he sent this to us on Facebook. And this is, uh, Jeff, do you remember the show Married with Children? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was Kelly, how early in your, uh, 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 like, fan crush, like, uh, like act- actress, like, uh, pop star, how early was Kelly Bundy in your crush? Were you old enough by then? Uh-uh. Because, like, Sonny, like, that's his, like, Kelly Bundy was, like, top. Like Samantha Maselli was mine from Who's the Boss, Alyssa uh-huh. Milano, right? So like like Kelly Bundy and the, who's yours? If it wasn't Kelly Bundy, who's yours? My like who's your crush? Like early celebrity crush when you're a kid? The Pink Power Ranger. The Pink Power Ranger. Yeah, when I was like oh, when geez. and when I was when I was like five six years old, and then uh, I don't know. Um, the Pink Power Ranger. That's kind of a letdown one. Hey, Vinny, come here, son. Vinny, go over and get on Jeff's mic there. Okay, Vinny, Vinny's 14. Come on, come over here, Vinny, Aerosmith style. Vinny's 14. Get in there, Vinny. Get in there. Come in nice and deep. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Like that. On, yeah, Vinny, you're, four, right you're 14 years old. Who was your first celebrity crush, like from a movie or like, you know, like, like a singer or something? Speak loud. Get in the microphones. We can hear you. Hermione Granger. Oh, Emma Watson. There you go. That's a good one. Okay, there you go. Good See, call. That's way better. Have you ever seen the Power Rangers, son? Yeah, that was my thing for a while. What about the pink Power Ranger? Is she pretty? She not. Nah, he, nah, he's too young for the OG pink Power Ranger. Don't be hating on the pink Power Ranger, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, Jeff. Like, that was a little bit of a letdown. It, it, it's a little bit of a letdown. Thank you, Vincent. Of all, of all the people, it's the pink Power Ranger. Seriously, Go Jeff? put some drawers on. Get on out of here. Get on out of here, Thank you, Vinny. All right. Her, okay, her. Murph, who was your, who was your childhood? I told crush? you. Samantha Maselli, man. Who's the boss? Alyssa Milano. Oh, my gosh. That was one of the early ones. I've had a bunch. Yeah, yeah, but no, she was one, she was one. I of went through ones. I went through a Jessica Alba phase, big time. Jessica Alba, big time. Nice, that's big a time. good like pull. Middle yeah. school. And she's a Raider fan too. I love that about her. That's a good one. That's I love a good that one. About her. Uh, Heather Thomas was a big one for me from the Fall Guy. Okay. Yeah, chat room. Let us know, man. Who are your Who are your early uh, celebrity crushes? There. Yeah, Heather Thomas, Samantha Maselli. I say Samantha Maselli. Uh, Raider Born Rico with Cindy Crawford. Cindy that's a Crawford. That's a good solid. one. That's solid. Solid pull. Uh, Vanna White. Was a good one. That first, uh, first girl poster I ever bought was a Vanna White. Was a Vanna White laying in the hay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
El McPherson was a big one. High school, when I was in high school, yeah. the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Calendar was a big thing, and El McPherson. Yeah. Mo- Molly, was it Molly Sims? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lord. Yeah, Tyra Banks. Oh, all that kind of stuff. Tyra. Bruh. Bruh, in her... Pr- all right, Bruh. easy, easy. All right, let's go. All right. Sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need the wipes here in a minute. Like for my glasses. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And now for something completely different. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're killing me. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, my, my wife's here. All right, so um, Raiders of Pop Culture. So back to Kelly Bundy. And uh, so this is a great episode. So the episode is uh, from 1994, season nine, episode number 10. And this is called the Dud Bowl. And this is when Al um, meets up with his old rival in high school and they challenge each other to a, uh, a football game. And so the whole deal was no ringers, right? So you can't have anybody that's uh, like a professional player show up. Well, sure enough, the team that they're playing against has a bunch of professional athletes there. And two of them are Kenny Stabler. What's up, Snake? And Rod Martin, linebacker for the Raiders. So I got I kind of cut together three clips here from the show. So let's check in. 1994, Married with Children. Hey, Al, I'd swear that's Rod Martin, Hacksaw Reynolds, and Kenny Stabler over there. Jefferson, there's nobody over there but pink punks. And what do poke high panthers do to pink punks? Polarize the powder puffs! Let's rock. Bubba! Oh, no. So, just going out for some milk, huh? Well, the snake, LT, and Hacksaw were going to play. If I didn't play, they'd call me a sissy and give me the business. Holy moly, here come the wives. Talking about your fearsome forcing. Well? Baby, have I told you lately how pretty your eyes look? Oh, really? And what color would they be? So you are Lawrence Taylor, and you are Kenny Stabler, and you are Hacksaw Reynolds, and you are Rod Martin, and you are Eddie Yim. Franklin, you cheating pink weenie. So you did use ringers. Like we needed them. You guys couldn't score with your own wives. And we're proud of that. So here they are back at the bar and listen for Kenny. What is it with you football guys? You pound on each other, you abuse your own bodies. Why do you do it? It's a man's thing. Uh, yeah. hey, commitment to excellence. And it gets you out of the house. Nice. All right, isn't that cool there? So you, see, you, awesome. you hear Kenny. Uh, why do you awesome. do it? For a commitment to excellence, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. So, so we're, st- we're still talking about childhood crushes. Oh, in the chat. okay, bring, bring yeah, it up in the yeah, chat. And, uh, and Simone Rader says, Amy Trask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's- <laughs> Aaron the Q Dog Rader, Rolona from Good Times. Yeah, I, oh, I see a lot of Kelly yeah. Kapowski. Oh, oh there dude. you go. Trish Stratus. Dude, oh w- old school oh, WWE oh, divas man. that we Sable. Oh, oh yeah, oh, man. Stacey Keebler. Oh, oh bro, Stacey Keebler. Even Lita was pretty. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Those divas were. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, this is good. This is a good topic. We have to do a Mount Rushmore of this one. Yeah, right. Oh man, I'm surprised you didn't bring up Princess Leia. Well, well, in the uh, in Return of the Jedi for sure. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but not not like in you know, The Force Awakens or anything like that. (laughs) No, (laughs) weird. I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. All right, so there's Raiders of Pop Culture. So that's pretty. Oh, actually, no, I got one more for you. Yeah, you do. Let's do this. So, uh, so here's something really funny. So, uh, we love Frank Caliendo around here when we play a lot of his stuff here lately because he's always imitating John Gruden. So, uh, Jeff, you're familiar with uh, the Avengers Endgame, as I'm sure many of you are. It's one of the highest grossing movies of all time, if not the all time domestic, yeah, whatever the heck it absolutely. is. Absolutely. So, I know everybody in the chat's seen it, and I'm sure all of you listening have seen it. So, um, there's the, the famous scene at the beginning of the movie where uh, Tony Stark is talking to, uh, to Piper and, or Pep, excuse me, not Piper, Pepper Potts, and he's, he's talking into his Iron Man mask, and he's basically telling the story of, you know, the dwindling supplies and about basically how at the end of this thing, uh, you know, he's, he's probably not going to make it. And it's his final message to his wife yes. and to the love of his life, right? And so, uh, so this is Frank Caliendo as... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. doing the uh, the narrative around him being stuck in quarantine in his house with his daughter, and and now to, so at the end of the scene in the Avengers, um, it's the light of of Captain Marvel, right, that shines into the cockpit and and wakes him up and and is basically the saving grace. So at the end of this thing, it's his daughter showing up with a four pack of toilet paper uh. as, like, as like the big thing. But in the meantime, though, the reason that I'm playing it and the reason that it's Raiders and pop culture is that listen for the Raiders references because it's pretty funny. Is this thing on? If you find this recording, don't post it on social media. It's going to be a real tearjerker. Today's date 21, no, 22 of the quarantine. If it wasn't for the existential terror of staring into the literal void of my stock market portfolio, I'd say I was feeling a little better today. The boredom infection has run its course thanks to the blonde meanie over there. She's small, but powerful. Kind of like a mini John Gruden. Knock on wood if you're with me. We've played all of our games. Boggle, Battleship, Apples to Apples, Candyland, Connect Four, Clue, Stratego, Trivial Pursuit, Genius, Billionaire, Playboy, Philanthropist Edition, and that gymnast thing, whatever that was. And now supplies are running short. We finally found ourselves a four-pack of Charmin. Problem is, we're family four, and that was two weeks ago. Toilet paper will run out tomorrow. And, uh, that'll be it. I know I said no more surprises, but I gotta say, I was really hoping to pull off one last one. Should probably lie down for a second. Go rest my eyes. So here comes the light shining on his face, and he's starting to come to. And it's his daughter with toilet paper. Nice. Where'd you get that? Mom had it. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. good, man. Caliendo, man, with his Raider reference. And of course, then he's talking into like a silver and black helmet, like the whole night. And he's wearing a Raiders shirt. Like it's fantastic. So uh, I appreciate uh, Frank Caliendo and the Raiders in pop culture. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. 
So, uh, so Aaron says, no one mentioned Pamela Anderson. Yeah, she was, well, that wasn't like first for me. Well, cause I'm an old enough guy. That wasn't early for me. Um, that was a, that was a later one, but yeah. I always thought, and she's kind of a crazy person now, but Jenny McCarthy was way hotter. I thought than than Pamela Anderson. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And someone mentioned Jennifer Love Hewitt. That was the party of five girl, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of remember that. That was back in the, like the 90210 days. The 90210 uh, crew, none of them were really got old Murph riled up by anyway. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't a real. I'm with you. Yeah, that wasn't any kind of, yeah, yeah. But who else we got in there? Shout them out. Shout out the Yeah, we got Ray Ramon, Raider Born Rico, Carl Rogers, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Mojo's Pod Show, Lorenzo, Pillaging Podcast folks are in here, Simone Raider, Cody just had to leave just a minute ago, Full Metal Mexican, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. We got everyone. Nice, nice. Appreciate everyone joining us live in the chat room, and I apologize for talking about being riled up. That was weird. All right, so. <laughs> Not as weird as what you said earlier in the show. Which one? Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, here's how's this for a transition into Easter. Um, so, it, I know, right? <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know what? I'm going to do an awful lot of repenting and praying after this one, uh, after this episode. But um, so uh, this is interesting. So uh, Derek Carr, we talked a little bit of, uh, ago about how he seems to be reinvigorated, at least via social media and whatnot. Um, he, he came out with it. Look, one of the things that is undeniably cool about Derek, and we will always uh, say to the very end, well past even his playing career, um, his dedication to his family, you know, from what is seemingly how he is as a father and a husband and a man of faith and all that. Like, there's no not respecting that. The, that stuff leads with him and the things that I am ever thankful for about him being our quarterback. He's a great role model, and I love that my kids love him. Like, it's the, he's great in those terms. Um, so when uh, this past Sunday on Easter, um, he basically delivered a service on his YouTube channel where he sat at his table and he read out of the Bible and he sent a, a, a message and, nice. and it, was, it was really cool, man. And, you know, and as a man of faith myself and you are as well, and yeah. not ashamed of, of our faith in Christ and our, and our walk. I mean, and again, on the heels of talking about some silly stuff, but still like, but that's the core of what we are. Yes. And, um, and so that part of Derek, um, I'm very, uh, you know, appreciative of that and and so and even if your faith doesn't align necessarily with his i think just knowing who he is as a person um you know that is he's easy to root for now you know the, the obviously the counter of that is well yeah but i'm a fan of this team and i just want to see him win games look i get that too and so this is not me like you know giving him a free pass because he's a nice fella um but when you see things like this i think that it's a nice representation of, of, of him as a man um so anyways but it, the, here's what's interesting about this, though, is that this was about an hour-long, quote, service, and he, for a couple minutes, talks about distractions. And tell me, Jeff, in chat room, what do you guys think? Is he, I feel like he's almost giving you a window into himself here. This is not just him giving a message. I feel like there's a little bit of something else going on internally here. Tell me what you guys think. Stop letting negative and hopeless people have any effect or say in your life. Stop letting them have any effect on, on, on the way you do business, on the, way, uh, on the way that you think, on the way that you pray, on the way that you worship. Get rid of the distractions. Get rid of all of those things, right? Uh, I think it's just such a, it's such a, it, it deteriorates our hope and our faith sometimes when we allow those people to come into our life and talk negative into our situation. Now that marriage is gone. Just sign the papers. 
dang, you know, now I'm in my private time. Is that marriage over? Should I sign those papers? I, I love this person. Sometimes it's the clo- it may be the closest people to you. Sometimes it may be the closest people giving you a word that doesn't align with his word. And you have to really sit back and question, not, not, not to have relationship with those people. You should have relationship with these people. But to let them have effect on those words that they're saying, to let them affect you or make you make a decision any type of way, I think that's wrong. I, I think that there's one person we should be seeking advice from, if I'm being honest. And, and if you're getting advice from people, I believe you should get advice from people that are getting the advice from the one that we should be getting the advice from. Not just because they think it's over, not just because your situation's done. And I'm not here to, to tell you to continue to you know, go for certain goal A, B, or C. That's between you and God. I don't know what, what your situation is. What I am here to say is don't let these negative, hopeless people that want to laugh at your situation or want to want to laugh at Jesus uh, at, in your face, don't let them have any say in your life anymore. All right, now I get it absolutely in terms of faith. Like, He's talking about your relationship with Christ and not letting anyone else interfere in that. And that, yes. that is unde- undeniable. But in the earlier parts of that, Jeff, he's talking about letting, letting people be distractions. And do you get the same feeling like I do? Like he's almost professing self a little bit there. Well, you know what? And first off, let me say he spoke a lot of truth. Um, I, I love I love listening to him uh, uh, minister to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's an amazing preacher. Uh, he really is. Um, it sounded kind of like he was talking to himself. It sounded like he was talking to himself. I don't really think it's any kind of self-righteous thing or anything like that. But uh, No, it doesn't come across arrogant No, at it all. doesn't come no. across arrogant, but, uh, but it sounded like he was kind of talking himself off of that ledge because he gets all the hate. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He does, and so, you know, so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he sounded like he was just talking to himself. Yeah, I got that sense, too. Chat room, tell us what you think there. Uh, was Derek giving you a little bit of a window into his soul there? And, uh, and you know, and if that's the case, then, and these are the times that he's able to, to, you know, lean into his faith and to find strength in it to help him go out there and, and you know, uh, first and foremost, be a better version of himself as a man. That's the most important thing, family and first. And, yes. Um, but it, in terms of his career, though, if it's a motivating factor, awesome. Like yeah. if that makes you be a better quarterback, yes. awesome. And Just, I think that even people that don't have, again, if your faith doesn't line up or you, you know, you're not sure what your faith even is or whatever case may be, even people that don't have that same view or vision, I think can, can I like at least, you know, buy into that idea of, well, if this is going to make him better then cool. Yeah. Because whatever it is, whatever it takes, then cool, right? Because at, at that point, you just want to see the on field performance yeah. improve, right? So, yeah, absolutely. So good stuff there. All right. So, you know, we can't do anything around here without taking a jab and being silly, right, Jeff? Well, yeah. Okay. So, we do this segment. We hadn't done this one in a while. We call it tailgating too much. And that's when we take a. Uh, uh, we take a line of dialogue or, or, or something or someone's comments, and uh, we put it through the RFR machine here, and, uh, and it sounds like they've uh, had a little bit too much, too much to drink. Sounds like they've uh, partaken a little bit, if you nice. will. Nice. Yeah, so we haven't done this for a while, and we get requests for it all the time. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on Derek a little bit. We've, we've all been through this. We've all been through the tailgating too much, and uh, so this one, we're going to pick on Derek. So this is Derek on distractions, Jeff, when he's been tailgating too much. Stop letting negative and hopeless people uh, have any effect or say in your life. 
stop letting them have any effect on, 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 on the way you do business, on the way... Uh, on the way that you uh, think, uh, on the way that you uh, pray, <laughs> on the way that you uh, worship, get rid of the distractions. That's a weird deal going on there. <laughs> I my favorite stop letting have any effect or say in your life this one coming up right here stop letting them have any effect effect on 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 on, on the way you do on, business on, on, on. on the way uh on the way that you uh think oh my uh, god on the way that you uh <laughs> Pray on the way that you uh, <laughs> worship. Get rid of the distractions. Oh my gosh, oh my it's gosh, so that's funny. so good. <laughs> that's what Derek Carr sounds like when he's been tailgating too well, much. Oh yeah. All right, uh, Swaggo, let's get him to see your fans. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's fired, he's thrown. It is. That was so good. So good. So so the chat is going crazy. They're loving it. They're loving it. Kevin the Raider nerd said that uh said that one of the last times you did that with him. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh -huh, yeah, we sure yeah. did. Yeah, a uh -huh. lot of us have been through it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, but we got uh we got 24 karat Kevin there, Simone Raider, uh Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Raider Born Rico, uh Carl Rogers, uh Raider Ramon, uh Kevin the Raider Nerd, Grimy Raider, uh 24 karat Kev, 24 karat Kev. He told me to uh, that I never shout him out, so I'm shouting him out three times. Oh, nice. There you go. Nice. There you go. Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate uh, Kevin, the Raider nerd. He says, still waiting. When is RFR going to talk about the referee bias against the Raiders? Murph promised. So, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, our buddy Greg, like, we were supposed to, like, he was supposed to be made man a long time ago. And there's, you know, we kind of got a running bit around here that we uh, we go, oh, yeah, we got to make Greg. We'll get him next week. We'll get him next week. Well, Kevin, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really do want to talk about that, but it's been so busy. This freaking off season, man, has been crazy busy. Um, all right, so uh, see here in the sea of fans, uh, you can contact the show one of two ways. Uh, you can send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or you can send us, uh, uh, what did I say? Yeah, send us an email. Oh, yeah, call us. 909-34. Tailgating too much. I know, right? Yeah. Who's that a truly or nine? No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> 909-345-3346 that's 909-345-3346 and uh yeah so leave us a, a a voicemail or send an email to the show and if we play your voicemail on the show three times you will become what we refer to as a made man or a made woman uh or you can email us an indefinite amount of times like our good friend queen Haley of scotland yeah absolutely so uh all right so swago so i'm gonna start off with the emails tonight okay all right 
And uh, so the first one I have here is from Ty Dorada. Ta-da! Ta-da, as Mosh calls him. And so he says, yo, Murph, Swaggy, and the one and only Uncle Mosh and fellow Raider Nation family and Cody's fan cave. I mean, Murph's fan cave. Nice. What a stand-up guy Cody is. Everyone knows to be a Raider fan, you must have thick skin, so props to him for dropping by the chat room last week. I was calling, but Google Voice cut me off, so here we are. On a serious note, I come to, the, come to you today with a few things in my mind, on my mind. I must say, after listening to last week's rundown, you guys brought up a dark time for me in Raider Nation. Yes, I'm talking about Carson Palmer. We gave oh. up a lot for him, which hurt us when McKenzie took over. Yes, he helped us with the cap, but just look at his first draft. With no first and no second pick that was stacked with talent, take a look at the picks we got. So he goes on to list them. Tony Bergstrom, Miles Burris, Jack Crawford, Jerron Kreiner, Christo Budul... I can never pronounce that one right. Bilu Kidi, uh, Nate Stuper, uh, just to name a few, and some of the players that came after him, after, after Bergstrom. Uh, Travis Benjamin, Kirk Cousins, Josh Norman, Marvin Jones, George Iloka, Jeremy Lane, uh, I mean, Casey Hayward, Levante David, Bobby White. I mean, there's tons and tons of players. Dontari Poe, Luke Keekley, Chandler Jones, just to name a few on defense. But just think about the difference that one of those guys would have made to this team. But hey, coulda, shoulda, woulda, woulda doesn't matter. So before I go, I'm going to say this. Eli Apple. Ha! I loved Waller on busting with the boys with Will Compton. Just a great guy, and I'm glad he's a Raider. If you didn't get a chance to go see it, check it out. Absolutely. Shout out. No oh, free yeah. shout outs, man. Uh, but busting with the boys is great. And Darren Waller's uh, appearance on the bus with uh, with uh, uh, Will and, and Taylor was, was, was Oh, it was, was awesome. fantastic. Yeah. It was awesome. So uh, wish Alden Smith came around faster for us. I'm with you on that. Uh, you know, where, where'd he go? Cowboys? Alden Smith? Uh, I think, I think yeah, so. I think it was Dallas, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of those stories that, look, despite – how we feel like we obviously we wanted him to, to be uh, do well as a Raider on the field. But that's one of those, like, just as a human, I mean, you got to just have a heart for that guy. Like, I just hope he gets his life together um, and hope he continues on. What, even though I can't stand the freaking Cowboys, I'm rooting for him as a person because that guy's had a lot of adversity he's had to overcome. Um, so this virtual draft should be interesting. Uh, Demarius Randall, I don't know how to feel. We'll just wait and see. Also, I feel like out of all the wide receivers in the draft, Jerry Judy might be too immature with decision-making. You're going to hear a little bit more on that later. Yeah. Um, uh, Rugs would be great if CD isn't there. My sleeper pick is Antonio Gandy-Golden. Remember I said that. All love and respect. Ty Dorada. P.S. I hate the Chiefs. Nice. Nice job, Ty. Nice. Good job, brother. All right, Swaggo, what you got? Yeah, I got an email, too. So we don't have an email from Paul this week, right? No, I got Paul. Oh, you got Paul. Yeah, okay, I don't sorry. think I you got it, write it on the rundown. Did, yeah. You didn't write it on the rundown. No, sorry, so, so, sorry, Paul. I was slacking. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. I got okay, uh, so I got an email. Big Mike here. Hey, but there's only one way to say that. Big Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> Just stopping by to say great show this past Wednesday. And I wanted to take time to find out how you felt about drafting some linemen early in the draft rather than later. I think we need some youth in our O-line, after receiver, of course. Uh, I'm cool with trading out a 19 if it gives us two number twos and a late pick. Uh, I would love to see some pass rush on the D uh, to help out with our secondary and some better pass blocking on our O-line. That way, we might let our quarterback, whoever it is, uh, have the extra split second to set his feet and throw a ball. Of course, this is all predicated on getting into the second with a few picks as mentioned above. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know uh, the sh that your show means a lot to me and gives me something to look forward to on Wednesday nights when the family is asleep and the dishes are done. 
Uh, take care, guys. Longtime listener, new participant, Big Mike, one-time Sizzler Award winner and made man in training. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah I think I, I sizzled him last time. Yes, you did. Yeah, I don't yeah. have that responsibility often, but when I do, Big Mike is in the <laughs> running. Well, that, that's what in the works tonight, because with Uncle Mosh being absent, Swago yeah. is going to award the Sizzler, and that goes to our, uh, to our best caller or emailer of the week. And hey, and speaking of that, I mentioned that treasure chest that, uh, that Raider Jeff is going to, well, one of the 19 Raider Jeffs uh, from formerly of Dead Pirate Sports is going to send us. Um, I think we'll, we'll give out some stuff for winning Sizzlers. Why not? Like, why not? Like, if you win a Sizzler, like, we'll send you a box of goodies. So, anyway, so keep them coming. Um, all right, the last email of the night, of course. Well, hey, listen, let's, 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 let's make it official, man. Let's make it official. Yeah. Paul! 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 Your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Paul. Evening, everyone. Hope all is well, and hope you're all safe. So it's about the draft now. We're getting closer, and in just over a week's time, we'll all be switching from predictions to reactions. We all know our main areas of need and have our wish lists, but the reality is that it's so unpredictable, none of us know what will happen. I just hope we sign the players that fit the team rather than star names for headlines. The move to bring on quarterback competition was huge and takes away the need in that area. Unless there's a bombshell of a trade, but I don't believe that will happen, so it's a wide receiver that has become key for us. Personally, personally, I'd like to see us use both first-round picks at 12 and 19 on receivers. Oh, It's been a thought out there. It would be a crazy cool if we could get, uh, get two out of Lamb, Judy, and Ruggs, but I think one of them plus another from a lower round is more likely. I do, too. Maybe someone like Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. Raider Cody convinced me about him recently. If we decide to go with just one wide receiver at 12, I'd like us to get another linebacker at 19. Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray, please, Santa. That's interesting, you know, because when we signed Littleton and Kwiatkowski, kind of the idea of us sign, uh, of drafting a linebacker in the first round kind of went out the window. Plus, as we know, that there's been a challenge with, you know, first-round linebackers in terms of value anyways. But I have still heard this a lot from people, and that's very interesting. So uh, good, good, good on you there, Paul, uh, for at least bringing that up. I'm looking forward to the picks 81 through 159, though, after last year's success in the lower rounds. There seems to be quite a, uh, a bit of depth of quality across the board, and I think this is where Mayock's abilities really kick in. I do, too. Uh, however, there are so many possibilities, it's hard to know how it'll all develop, and I can drive you crazy trying to second-guess it all. As I write, I've just finished listening to Mayock's conference call, and it confirms what we already know. I trust the process, folks, because alongside Swag Jeff, Mike Mayock is the best addition to the Raiders in years. Oh, oh nice. That was, nice. That, was a good, that was a good week to say that. Yeah, it was. Oh. I know he's, he's lobbying for a sizzler now. I know the best coverage for the day will be with RFR and Mojo's Pod Show, so I'll certainly be getting involved with the RFR Rundown and RFR Live, and I'll do my very best to be with everybody on Mojo's Pod Show uh, if the time difference doesn't get in the way. I'm starting to get nervous now. I'm like a kid on Christmas morning. Finally, 
This week, I claimed a victory Monday. This was great. I claimed a victory Monday this weekend after watching the playback of Super Bowl Eleven on the Raiders' website. A masterful, dominating performance by the guys. A real treat to watch. There will be more Victory Mondays claimed in the coming weeks as I watch Super Bowl 15 and 18 as well. I'll claim anything for the Raiders and have absolutely no shame whatsoever. Love and best wishes to the RFR family. Stay safe, everybody. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, and now four, four, four-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Wait, Paul. Go, Paul. Good stuff there from Paul. All right, so appreciate that. So if you want to email the show, you can do that. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, like our good friends, uh, Ty, Big Mike, and, uh, and Paul. Yeah. Um, so the other way you can get in touch with us is by calling us, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Leave a message, and if we play it three times here on the show, you become a made man or a made woman. And that crew, Swago, needs a captain, right? Every oh, crew yeah. needs a captain. And so uh, we call him the capo. He is the one and only, the unmatched Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, Don Murph, Consigliere Marsh, the Boss, Sonny, Sergeant Arms, the Big Raider Trucker, Sizzle Baby Sizzle, Mojo from the Pod Show, Raider Ramon, Swag Jeff, Nation. I had a completely different phone call in order for this week, but I'm scrapping a lot of that in order to get to a bigger point. I mean, earlier in this previous call, which shall be deleted, hopefully, that I had mentioned something about the point differential for our 2019 defense being a negative 106 and staying on the field way too much, blah, blah, yada, yada, and the Raiders coming in 24th and scoring offense. And a lot of that has to do with the point that I'm trying to make. Oh, and I did touch on Nick Morrow being signed back to the team, you know. So now he's our third linebacker. And he got a nice little raise. He's up to 3.26 mil, and now we're spending 20 mil on our linebackers, which a core that includes uh, Littleton and Kwiatkowski. I mean, we definitely addressed that uh, need. And, of course, uh, I talked about uh, the Las Vegas Review Journal talking about alternate spots if the Death Star is not completed on time, you know, playing games in Salt Lake City, Phoenix, San Diego, which I doubt. And it's not going to be the town as much as you nostalgists would like to believe. But I had the hit list of all Derek Carr beefs. And we need to go ahead and squash this as a nation because I'm not much on Raider on Raider violence or Raider on Raider uh, hate. But, you know, there was a knucklehead, and I'm not going to name him. That was on Twitter and the Q. He doesn't tweet. But I have to address this. I mean, you know, I belong to a faction that believes it's all about the team just win, commitment to excellence, and it's not car go car. I don't care anything about his individual stats. He's 0 for 6 taking us to the playoffs. That says everything I need to know. But those of us who sit at the table for RFR, we've never personally attacked Carr. I mean, he's a good man, he's a solid Christian, and he's a really good quarterback. I was elated when we got him. But the thing is, I mean, you know, he's like a six-year-old car, literally. There's no new car smell. It doesn't get you where you need to go as quickly as it needs to, and it doesn't corner the way that it used to. And you know what? It often doesn't break, and sometimes when it does break, it costs you a a touchback. But let's go ahead and put it to bed. One nation, I'm behind him until Mariota's ready. Now, I want to go ahead and uh, give my uh, respect to everybody. This goes out to the made men and, of course, Haley from Scotland. And uh, everybody take care. That's all I got this week. We're eight days away from the draft, baby. Bro. Oh, man. He's the best. the fire, man. Yeah, there's a reason he's the capo around here. So great job, Aaron. We appreciate that. 
And uh, yeah, man, I, we we I, and I think collectively could not agree with you more. Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. He he hit it as always. So uh, hey, shout out the chat real quick, Swago, before we move on to the next caller. Yeah, we got uh, Ron the Mater Raider, of course, uh, Seaport Raider, uh, Lorenzo Cruz, uh, Mojo Pod Show, Raider Born Rico, uh, Raider Ramon, Twenty Four Carat Kev, uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raider. We got everyone in here. Awesome stuff, man. Appreciate you. And you can join us every week live in the chat room at Murphs. Or, no, I always mess that one up. YouTube.com slash Murphs Fan Cave, M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Check them out. It's the best chat room in it in the, in the, in the you know, the Raider fan created content universe, man. Yeah. Uh, our chat room is funnier than we are. They know more about football than we do. And uh, it's a good time in there. So definitely check everybody out uh, by joining in there. All right. Uh, so let's go to. Uh, Hey, this is a guy we hadn't heard from in a while. This is a made man, and I uh, haven't heard from our friend Central Valley Raider in a minute. What's going on, my Raider brothers? Long time no talk. Central Valley Raider. Hey, I'm just watching some Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, or uh, C.D. Lamb videos right now, having a few daddy sodas. And <laughs> Daddy you know sodas, what? nice. It, it just hit me. You know, we loaded up on defense, right, during uh, the free agency period. And, I mean, obviously Gruden is going to want his toys for car. But think about this. Let's just take a step back. We, we, we scored points last year without a number one, right? Why wouldn't we go full defense? Why wouldn't we shock the world and do something, you know, diabolical with, with, our, with our picks and defensively a DB? Maybe another defensive end. Who knows? The cat from Auburn. If we lock down defensively, can you imagine what what that does to 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 the offense? Offensively, we can score. I think we we can. You can see that. Carr, other than his third and two dumps that he dumps down if the screen is covered, he throws it away. He doesn't give us a chance. Yeah, those. That's far in between, but it does happen. But we can score without a number one offensively. So my thing is, my thinking is this: is we get another defensive end on the other side of Crosby. You know, we got that D tackle Malik Collins. Who knows? We might get another D tackle or a linebacker or another DB. Didn't what what we were watching NFL Network for the show? Somebody was it Charles Davis? That yeah. had the Raiders taking a D tackle? Yes, at absolutely. 19? At 19, yeah. That's on, this is what, going back to last week, when we were talking about how the Raiders will throw a curveball, everyone gets locked into wide receiver, cornerback, whatever. You watch them do something like that, man. Yep. Where it's like, whoa, what is that? And, and everyone will freak out. You know what I mean? But it's oh, like, yeah. But, like, there are some experts, like Charles Davis, like who's highly trusted in terms of his, you know what I mean, analysis yeah. of this stuff. Has the Raiders taken a D tackle? So, wow. uh, yeah, great, great point there, Central Valley. We locked down that defense with that, and especially with that D line. You don't give Mahomes or anybody else a chance to 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 hit them deep passes on us, right? So then you leave you leave it up to our running back, our offense, dink and dunk, kill the clock. I don't know. Everybody's thinking we locked in some wide receivers, but you can get some very good wide receivers, uh, also known as Penn State. I think his name is Hilmer. Very speedy wide receiver, third round. We got three third rounds. Uh, don't be surprised 
again, I might be sounding like I'm crazy. I am drinking some daddy sodas, but I just think defensively, if we lock it down, um, I think, I think we're going to be all right. Honestly, I honestly believe that. Uh, and anyways, love the show. I haven't called in a while. People might think I'm crazy. Tell me to stay off the daddy sodas, but I think we might go defense. Shock the world. Love throw it. everybody off a loop and like, what are the Raiders up to? What are they planning? Are they stupid? What's going on? No, man. All right. So th- th- this might be one of the, the, the more highly controversial calls. Yes. Here, Jeff. You know why? Why is that? Because his call went, let me see, let me bring it up. Let me bring up the, the, uh, the details of his call here. Two minutes and 58 seconds. Whoa. Google voice didn't get him, but I don't know if it cut off. Or if he was actually, that was his out. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I saved him the Google voice on that one. Yeah, but yeah, But that yeah. was really close. Yeah, he was okay. flirting with him. He was flirting with it. So anyways, but hey, great job there on the call, uh, Central Valley, and love the idea of the Raiders possibly going defense. Defense, man. I'm yeah. not opposed to it. Like, uh, You know what? I, I trust Mayock. You know, we, right. we said it week after week. I just, I trust him. And, you know, he's talking about deep wide receivers. Deep wide receivers. I like Jawan Jennings out of the University of Tennessee. Come on, dude. I like him. How about that one? I like now, him now a that lot. is, you know what? That is a homer pick. But you know what? That guy played his high school football like two minutes like, from yeah, here. Yeah, two minutes from the fan cave. Absolutely. And, you know, and a few years ago, caught the Hail Mary pass at the end of the game that sealed a win for Tennessee in, uh, in Athens, Georgia. I mean, the guy's a freaking He's baller. Legit, dude. He's a baller. He was a quarterback here at Blackman High School down the road. Yeah. And then became a wide receiver at UT. And yes, absolutely, absolute playmaker. And like, you know, he's one of those guys that'll kind of get picked apart for like the smaller things. But he's also like what I said last year about Hunter Renfro. Every time I watch a freaking Clemson game, he's catching touchdown passes. Yep. Championship games, you know, ACC championship. Like oh, the guy's always in the end zone. That's what Jawan Jennings is. Yep. Now, granted, UT wasn't as high profile as Clemson in terms of the games that were being played, but it's the same thing. But when the game you, was on the line, he was targeted. That's the guy that's catching the balls. That's right. the guy that's creating the electric play. Like, so I'm with you, Jeff. And yeah, they could pull a guy like that in the third round. Yeah. Like, so absolutely great stuff there. All right, let's get to another one here. Uh, let's hit up. Uh, all right, this is interesting. This is a very interesting call. Okay. And, uh, and I want to give him props on the front end because. Some of these things I wasn't aware of, and it's a, this is a lot of food for thought here, Raider Nation. Uh, let's go to Alex in Tucson. Uncle Mosh, Murph, Swag Jeff, this is Alex from Tucson, Arizona. I would like for you guys to put on your GM hat and answer a couple questions for me. But first, let me set up the questions with two statements. Number one, Alabama's Jerry Judy, who was a first-round talent coming out in this year's NFL draft, is quietly stirring up a little bit of controversy, in my opinion. At Jerry Judy's NFL uh, Combine interview, he was rocking a big gold Star of David symbol on his necklace. For those who don't know, the Star of David is a symbol of Judaism. This would make total sense if Judy was Jewish, but he is not. He simply wears it around his neck because his nickname is Jew, short for Judy, hence the gold star. Number two, in a recent interview with Rich Eisen, Jerry Judy re- revealed he was working out and taking advice from some very well-known NFL players to improve his game. The players are as follows, Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, and Antonio Brown. Oh. Jerry Judy was taking advice from AB Yuck. in a private workout. So my question number one is, 
Are these premature signs that Jerry Judy will be a controversial type player that could potentially lead to distractions? Number two, would you express hesitation on drafting him knowing all of this? This causes me to raise an eyebrow, and I can't tell if I'm looking too far into it or if there is fire where I see smoke. Thanks again, guys. Have a good one. Bye. All right, so this is, you know, this is delicate, and so, but we're not afraid to tackle any topic here on Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Jeff, I think that if, okay, so he asked, so we'll keep it within the context of his question. He asked us to put on our GM hats, and would I have any reservations about drafting a player like that? My answer would be yes, because I, do I think it's character concerns? Not necessarily. Do I think it's a lack of self-awareness? Yes. And I think that that's a very important thing, especially when you're talking about uh, a young man coming into the league that's going to be exposed to a lot of distractions, right? Quote distractions, um, a lot of money, a lot of opportunity, a lot of things are going to be coming at him. And if you have a lack of self-awareness, that's not, that's not a good setup. Now, I don't know Jerry Judy. I don't know who he is as a person, as a young man. I don't, I don't know. So I don't want to comment on his character, but I will say this, that if what you're saying, Alex, in your message is true, that demonstrates a severe lack of awareness and insensitivity. And do I want that in my locker room? Do I want somebody that's taking advisement from Antonio Brown in my locker room? No. An emphatic no. Hell no. Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, 24 Karat Kev says that uh, anyone that's been tainted by the clown is a no-go. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I just... I don't like that. That's it. Just that I don't like it. That, I don't like it. You know, getting advice from a from a joker like that. You know, yes, granted, he's a he's an excellent wide receiver, so I get it on that aspect. But don't be messing around. There's plenty of other people you can call and get advice from as one of the elite top wide receivers coming into a draft. And the, I don't know. How about him? I mean, and granted, I know we got our own issues with him, but how about your buddy Amari Cooper? Yeah, like, no one's closer Absolutely. to like the same call, position that Judy you, is in yeah. as what a Cooper was why don't in. A you few call years Julio ago. Jones. There you go. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Call one of your other alumni. Don't call that. Jack yeah, up. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so that was that's that's uh, that's interesting. And then the Star of David thing. I don't. That's that's the part. I I, that's kind of tasteless to me. I don't oh, like that at all. Yeah, incredibly. Yeah, I don't like highly that. Highly insensitive and like just like no, I don't. I don't like that at all. No. That's, yeah. That's, Anyway, so, okay, but appreciate the call, though, Alex of Tucson, and that's some great uh, food for thought. And here's the thing, anyways, and we didn't, we didn't uh, uh, talk about this earlier. I don't care for Jerry Judy as the pick for the Raiders anyways, and here's why. And I talked about this on Cody's show. Jerry Judy is not a 50-50 ball type receiver. And I think for the Raider purposes, uh, Derek Carr misses that guy he can trust to throw it up to. I think the, that the departure of Michael Crabtree resonates much more uh, negatively with the Raiders than I think we realize. That I think Derek's ability to trust him, because that dude had vice grips for hands, man. He, you could throw it up, and he would go and get it and attack the ball with purpose and high point, yes. and, like, and there was no like wrestling away from him. Like Jerry Judy is not that guy. CeeDee Lamb is. And so I think for the Raider purposes... And Ruggs is almost kind of that guy, too. Kind of. He's a little more of the speedster. Like, yeah, you, but you he's, know, aggr he's aggressive. He'll go get it. He'll go get it. But but that's not Judy's game. Judy is a route runner. Judy is more Amari Cooper than he is Michael Crabtree. Well, who is better for Derek Carr? 
I would argue that Michael Crabtree was better for Derek Carr. Yeah. So if that's your quarterback, if that's your ride or die here going into 2020, give me the guy that I'm not comparing him to Michael Crabtree. I'm just saying that that particular ability lines up more so with what we've seen the Raiders have success with versus what the other one was. You don't how many game winning catches did you see Mari uh, Cooper have for the Raiders? Yeah, I'm struggling here. How many did we see Michael Crabtree have? plenty right back of the end zone against baltimore front of the end zone against kansas city yeah the, the new orleans game the new orleans game uh -huh. the, two, the two pointer yes those are the kind of catches that have led to raiders success give me that guy don't give me the guy that can juke somebody out of their shorts on a route whatever yeah and then especially if there's any other weird things going on with him yeah yeah no thanks give me cd lamb or give me somebody else and then rugs at 19 right yeah anyway. absolutely all right absolutely. let's let's hit up our buddy houston raiders steve Murph Mosh, uh, Swag Jeff, Eastern Raider Steve. On this date, April 14th, the Oakland Tribune ran an article saying that they wanted the uh, fans to to uh, nominate the name for the new expansion team. Uh, 19 entries came in. These names are, are the Admirals, the Lakers, the Raiders, the Diablos, the Mavericks, the Seawolves, the Dons, Costers, Grandees, Sequoias, Missiles, Knights, Redwoods, Clippers, Jets, and Dolphins. Um, what happened is uh, they wanted to put a, a team on the uh, West. They, they. What happened is Minnesota Vikings defected from the NFL, and they wanted to be an NFL team. So Baron Hilton obviously had the Chargers team, and he wanted a West Coast team. If he didn't do that, then he was going to go ahead and uh, bow out and everything, and withdraw his, you know, team and everything from the uh, NFL if they didn't get a West Coast team. At the last minute, he did that. There was uh, 10,000 people, 10,000 entries that were, and those are the top 19. 26, uh, actually the lady that won the contest, her name was Helen Davis. She was a police officer in Oakland. She was one of seven people submitting the name for the Raiders. She was uh, given a trip to Acapulco, Mexico. And when they did the contest, the Dons was the number one pick. The number two pick was either the Lakers or the Mavericks, and the third team was the Raiders. So they did – Chet Soto was the general manager, and a lot of people – he said you couldn't find the end with the little mark above it on the typewriter, so they went ahead and ran the contest again. Twenty-six people picked the uh, Raiders as their winning. This person by Kendra Martin was the more compelling letter, and they, that was the one submitted. He said it had to be the Raiders because our, our uh, team and our supporters must be uh, fired and inspired. Loyal fighting name. It had to be a loyal fighting name. Raiders implies early, substantial offense carrying the fight to the opponents. Anyway, so to finish up my part of the story is that uh, Eddie Erdlass was named as the uh, coach for the Raiders. The original colors that Chet Soto wanted, the general manager, he wanted a black helmets, black uniforms with orange stripes. He wanted it similar to the Chicago Bears. But as we all know, they eventually changed the colors to uh, black and gold and everything. And they played out their first game, I think, as far as I know, in San Francisco. And then they moved to Laney College and everything, which now Laney College is where they – at Frank Ewell Field. And they used to have it where when they would kick a field goal, all the guys, all the kids would be down in the end zone trying to you know, fight and kicking and punching each other trying to get the football. I ran into a Raider fan that he, he said that he went to those games with his father back in the day, and now he got beat up down in the end zone trying to get the, the, the football and everything on the extra point. So that is this day's events in Raiders, uh, the history vault. 
and great show, and go Raiders. We're back. I can't wait. The roof is now up on the stadium, and brighter days are ahead. And the future's so bright, got to wear shades. Timbuk3. You want me to sing a song? I'll have to call you back. <laughs> the future's so bright, I got to wear shades. I got to wear shades. Oh, my gosh. Steve, you're the best, man. All right, so real quick. Uh, so Steve told the story of uh, of the Raiders and the origin of their name. So the, uh, I understood it a little bit differently, um, but the gist of it is this, is that the Raiders' original name was the Seniors, and in Spanish, it's S-E-N-O-R, and there's a ukulele above the N, Jeff, right? An Enye. That's what I said. A ukulele? <laughs> You know what I mean? What's that, that, no, you're a, talking about Marcus Mariota again. No, there's, a, there's an Enya above the N. Enya. Enya. Is it Enya? No. It is. I'm being silly. What is it? Seriously, what is it called? An I Enya? think it's an Enya. That's the, that's the squiggle line, okay? Yeah. So that line on, the, on all their marketing materials would get lost, and people wouldn't see that. So they weren't calling them the seniors. They were calling them the senors. Yeah. Or, and so that so they were like, well, we got to pick something different. Well, so here's this. This is cool. I, so I found this clip. So and that's actually really timely that Steve called us with this because uh, today is the anniversary of the Raiders becoming the Raiders. So they took seniors because, again, people weren't reading it the correct way. And uh, they changed the name to the Raiders. They had a write in vote and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and they picked Raiders. And so they had they did this ceremony where they had a casket with a thing of flowers and they had the name uh, Seniors on there where they officially <laughs> retired uh, the name Senior and then brought in the Raiders. And here's what the ceremony sounded like. One of the saddest looking wreaths we've ever seen commemorates the death of the Oakland Seniors. They lasted only nine days. Councilman Bob Osborne, what is the new name? The new name uh, is the Raiders. Why is it the name Seniors did not last? Public demand, uh, public demand insisted that we change the name to something that was more adequate for a football team and the area involved. I think that maybe with this new name of Raiders, that uh, they'll be able to go out and, and take over the goal line that they're headed for well, without too much opposition. All right, so there you go. That's so cool. That's so cool, man. So there you go. So that's when the Raiders officially became the Raiders. All right, so they're killing me in the chat because you guys know I'm not afraid of wearing Crocs around here. But I was no, I was actually my sock. Look, I'm wearing the slip on Vans tonight, man. Come on now, give me give me some props, man. Oh I'm not I'm not gosh. going Crocs. They're killing me in the chat, Jeff. Well, I, gotta, yeah. I gotta defend my shoe wear now. Oh my gosh, you're killing me. You're, what are you What are you rocking over there? You got the socks too? Yeah, I'm not wearing shoes right now. I'm Ooh. keeping it casual in the fan cave. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for wearing pants this week. Well, yeah. All right, so let's go next to our buddy Rev Raider in Jersey. What's going on, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Young Swaggo? This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. It's been a minute, man. I'm out here working, doing my essential services work out here, delivering groceries and prescriptions to the good people out here. You know, also being called a conspiracy theorist, you know, just for giving people facts and giving them perspective. But you can only lead a horse to water, you know. But uh, just finished listening to episode 163. Enjoying it, enjoying it, you know. Uncle Mosh, it's Mr. Hanky the Christmas poop. <laughs> and also to Paul, I will say this to your family. A grown man has knowledge himself and knows how to get himself there a little bit faster. We're getting too old to do marathons, you know. <laughs> but, um finish uh, also listening to Mike Mayock's conference call, you know, 
I just love how he instills confidence in what he's doing, you know, and um, all the stuff. He, he just he just makes you trust him, and I love that about him. You know, he's he's going to give you a little bit to get you excited, but not enough to tip his hand, you know, which is dope. And I'm, I'm definitely excited about what he's going to do with the draft, you know. I feel what you guys are saying with uh, Henry Ruggs, but I'm still a C.D. Lamb man, you know. I, I just feel like there's something in that dude, like the way he breaks tackles, he goes hard, you know. Plus, I would definitely like to see an um, a Oklahoma sweep from us in the first round if we moved like that, you know, because I'd like to see him uh, see us pick up C.D. Lamb as well as Kenneth Murray. I know a lot of people want a cornerback, but even Mike Mayock talked about that, you know. And he was saying we still got young talent that we're still trying to see where they're at. Of course, we'll probably pick up another uh, cornerback in the draft. But looking at Kenneth Murray and what what his background is and what they've said about him, saying like he's an alpha male type player, you know, and with his background, with his siblings and everything, he's probably going to be one of those foundational players that we we like. But that's all I got, you know, on the back end. Tell DeAndre Washington he's dead to me, you know, and I'm sick of seeing Dag on Kansas City games on NFL Network every time I turn it on. Turn it on, man. Get it off of there. Yes, that's all I got. Love the show as always. Peace. All right. First off, uh, much respect to him for being an essential employee, and uh, and, yes. and so many of you are out there. Uh, Big Raider Trucker, people like Swago, Ron's wife, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, so many people that we know are essential workers and have to show up every single day and uh, and do what they do and are putting themselves out there on the front line during this crazy time. So I uh, appreciate you. Much respect, uh, first and foremost. And then, okay, and then on the sillier side of things, the chat is killing us over uh, not wearing shoes. I love it. Raider Godzilla says, uh, the fan cave smells like popcorn. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Raider Ramon said that you smell like two-day-old soggy carpet. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. I love it. Uh, it's so funny. I love it when you guys make fun of us. All right, Swaggo, who do we got for Sizzler? Yeah, so so we started off with some emails. We started off with, ta-da, Raider. We started off, and he just hates Carson Palmer. Well, well you guys he had share a, he had that, a, don't he you? Had a, yeah, he had a great email, but you know what? All I heard was, F. Carson Palmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really all I heard because I hate that guy on a real level. Yeah, you do. On a real level. Yeah, like and, past fandom. Oh, yeah. No, like him as a like as a guy. <laughs> like I just don't like <laughs> you, that guy. Hey, it's on site with him. Oh, as the kids yeah. say. You'd throw hands. Oh, in a second. Yeah. In a second. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we had Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike uh, shot us an email and told us we need O-line help. And uh, and hey brother, email us uh, email us a couple more times. You're gonna get made. Who's that? Big Mike. Oh, Big Mike. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Cause he called too, huh? Has he called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're well on your way, Mike. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. almost there. You're right there. Reach yeah. out like a time or two more, and uh-huh. and it's on. Yeah. And then uh, and then we had a Central Valley Raider uh, who was talking wide receivers. No, he wasn't. He was talking about all defense, baby. <laughs> yes. Drinking some daddy sodas. Oh, nice one. Daddy sodas, absolutely. Alex in Tucson talking about the Jerry Judy controversy, the star of David. Interesting. And hanging out with Antonio Brown. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Houston Raider Steve, uh, who gave us a great insight on the change of the name from the Seniors to the Raiders, and he's singing again, which is great. Uh, and then Rev Raider... Uh, 
talking about Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo to Uncle Mosh <laughs> and is excited about the draft and it's all about those uh, Oklahoma boys, C.D. Lamb and Kenneth Murray. Nice. But this Dig week's it. sizzler okay. is going to a man who said besides Swag Jeff, Mike Mayock is the best ever. The Sizzler Award again is going to our buddy Paul. Back to Sizzler. back. Sizzler. 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 Absolutely. That's back to back, isn't it? That's back to back. So you know He's what that on means. A roll. Yeah, and so we got to give him his, his due, man. Paul. 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 Paul, your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Appreciate the chat room tonight. Appreciate everybody joining us live here uh, for RFR Live on the Murph's Fan Cave Podcast Network. That is youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. And uh, so please uh, help us support the Stabler XOXO Foundation yes. upcoming soon. We're going to have lots of information coming to you on that. And, uh, and and so we'll let you know how that looks. Yes. Uh, and then also check in with us for next week when we do all kinds of cool draft stuff. Spend your Thursday with us here in the Fan Cave. Why not? Why, Why not? not? You're going to spend have... it in the morning in the Fan Cave and then go to the Mojo Pacho Network and watch the draft with us. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. We're going to have an absolute blast celebrating. You know, look, we're in some crazy times and we're all looking for ways to stay connected. And uh, so look to us and to Mojo's channel uh, for ways to stay connected with Raider Nation, man. And uh, and thank you to all of you that have joined us tonight. Swago, let's go ahead and shout out the chat room. So check us out. Murph's Fan Cave on any podcast service. YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Thank you to all of you each and every week that support us, that rate us, that subscribe to us, that retweet us, all that stuff. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, have a great night. Swago, take us home. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations to Paul from Shopsire for another Sizzler Award. You are the man, brother. Uh, we got everyone in the chat here. We got the Big Easy, Carl Rogers, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Full Metal Mexican, Raider Ramon, Fabricator Gill, uh, 24 Karat Kev. Uh, we got the whole gang in here. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 164. Don't forget, tune in to Raiders Fan Radio where you get a lighter side journey into the dark side. And remember, everybody, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Good night, YouTube. Good night, YouTube. I think you hit the post there, Jeff. That's what they call that in the business. Yeah, it is. 
Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.